The following show contains spoilers for episode 11 of Survivor for the Hello again. Hello again. Hello again. It's RNG show. And we're back, baby. Here we are. Yet Just again. like we are every 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 week. It's always the same. Here we go. Um first things first. I'm out of players. <gasps> Spoilers. Yep. We're starting the show off that way. Yeah, I have been leading, not actually, I guess, looking at the points, not all the entire season, but I've been in the lead of points for quite a while now. Uh, however, I got the... You ran out of dudes. Yeah, I got the fierce pow-pow. And when the redraft happened, that's it. I got no one left. So here I stand at 130, and... You know. Desperately clawing to hold on to your lead. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know how many episodes it'll take, but I know it won't be too many. Um, unless Soaring loses, I guess Drew next week. I am kind of destined to the bottom of the the fantasy league here. Uh, I and, mean, I think Fred's a bigger threat than I am. <laughs> right, but uh, I'm just saying you have more potential to not pass me. <laughs> oh well, where is both team and, and Fred, Fred definitely fell. <laughs> uh, yeah, I th- I guess you know looking at my redraft team, obviously you know Sifu wasn't really like a choice that I had, but Emily and Bruce I had a really specific vision for for the end game of this season, and that is not the timeline we're living in. Uh, I'm definitely a little surprised, but I guess I get it. Right. I guess if mm-hmm. I guess the way like I was kind of thinking about this is like, you know, for so much of the season, I've been like rooting really hard for Emily. And Bruce was kind of more of like a funny pick, but it did definitely become clear how he really wasn't going to be able to get any traction in a final tribal situation. He just wasn't having any respect from anybody, really. And there was maybe room for a turnaround. But ultimately, Emily, I think, was being positioned in a very strong way to us and as humans you know we we just love the underdog story and it really did feel like we had the makings of it it's like they set up this strong reba four alliance that's all interconnected and they've been able to like influence so many moves in the game and maybe they'll crack or maybe they'll you know get out you know, outwitted or something, and we'll be able to see the people who've been on the bottom really rise up and take control of the game. And that's just not the story <laughs> of the season. So, you know, it makes sense that they have made so many of the uh, losers rootable because it would probably get kind of boring if we were just kind of supposed to cheer for the people who've been in like the unbreakable power position for the entire game. Yeah. But unfortunately that is that that's like the reality show curse, right? Uh Where sometimes the people who are good at the game are just good at the game. Yeah. So that's kind of where we end up. And it's not that any of the Reba people are like disinteresting or like not interesting characters or anything like that. But I guess it's kind of like it's just the weird balance where it's like they're telling us a story about something that's already happened 
so they like shape the narrative but they're still kind of constrained within like the story they're telling because it's like already kind of decided what happens but like they didn't necessarily have to tell it in a in a specific way but what i will say is i think the season has been really engaging and has been really fun but I also think that these two episodes have been building up to like something really exciting happening. And then it's like, that doesn't necessarily happen. And maybe that's just me biased, like from the fantasy or like what I wanted from the season. But I definitely, especially this episode is like, Oh my, like they're going to do it. Like they figured it out. Like, you know, this is amazing. And that like doesn't happen. Oh, I get, okay. I'm kind of all over the place. I think what, Oh man, I feel like I have to build to this just like the show did. Okay. <laughs> maybe we should start at the beginning of the episode then. Um, maybe even out, out, right off the bat, Emily is kind of already foreshadowing her downfall. You know, when like somebody on the show does a good move, does something interesting. Not that I think Emily's move was necessarily the best one to make. Uh, it was still really impressive. But right off the bat, she like, describes the situation everyone's like oh wow look at how good emily is at the game emily is shot up in threat level quite a lot now emily's a huge threat <laughs> in the game you know it's like oh well great everybody knows now everybody knows emily's a threat so guess who the biggest target's gonna be <laughs> so it's definitely Mama joe right definitely a, a very early flag for emily in this episode that things probably weren't gonna uh, go her way in the long term even if she was safe this episode like once your threat level's up like it's over and I don't know I want to say in a way that's something that the Reba group has like been able to avoid but I just think they've been like so powerful in their numbers like they haven't really needed to make big moves in a way because they've just been kind of chilling together like the big move is that they've been uh just so consistent and they haven't betrayed each other yet yeah Man, this episode is so interesting. I think, yeah. So really, this episode is all about like exploring the dynamics between the Reba group and what the sort of final group will be. Not that they really have to vote each other out before then. If there's a fire, like a fire making challenge at final four, like they can get to four, and then it's just a challenge at the end. But. It's all about, like, Julie, basically. Julie is, like, the biggest threat in the game, and everybody loves Julie, and Julie's going to get all the jury votes, which is kind of interesting because it's not necessarily the story that the show is, like, telling us, which is something interesting. I think it does sometimes where it, like, will have people say things but then not show them to us, I guess. I don't know. What do you all think about Julie? I think she's in a really good spot. Uh, she's definitely like likable within the whole group. She's kind of a challenge beast, yet yeah. she hasn't won, unfortunately. Mm. But yeah, I I mean I definitely see what the players are like saying right now. In that she is probably one of the bigger threats at the end of the game. Yeah, mm, I mean it's like the old saying set goes. If you come for the king, you better not miss. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's kind of a big part of the discussion. But I also kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of, 
it's hard to like talk about specific parts in the episode because so much of it is this like back and forward conversation. And even though it's kind of hard to like talk about in retrospect, I, there, there was a part in the episode where I think it was like Austin and Drew were talking to each other and they both had their like outside alliance. They kind of wanted to hold on to, like they were talking about uh, D and Emily and just like kind of bouncing things back and forward when it came to like Julie and, and the votes going forward. And there was like the clear tension where they both had like the outside motivation influencing their decision making and how they were trying to like politic and discuss like their next move with each other. And I was like I was just like, wow, like this is why Survivor is good. Uh I think this episode really highlights the power of like the way the social dynamics of the game influence the strategic aspect and how like enriching each side is i think when like people are like getting into the show at first you can kind of like eat like attach yourself this is like at least how i felt it's like you can kind of attach yourself to like oh like the strategy part of the show is like incredible it's really fascinating to watch or it's like uh you can be really into just like the social dynamics and the characters and the interactions and everything but I feel like this episode did a really good job of like paying off so much of what we've seen over the season and how like the social dynamics like create interesting like conversations within the strategy. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it re- it's... it really leads for for deep Thoughtful discussion. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, uh, the strategy has just been kind of like where you don't anticipate the way they're playing the game. Like uh-huh. there are obvious moves and they never do them this season. Yeah. Like, I'm, I, it's it's been quite surprising and very intriguing to see like where people are trying to take the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think it's really interesting. Yeah, to like looking at the boot order, where at least for me, it feels like Kelly like got voted out so long ago. But like, really, it was just like a couple. I mean, really, I mean, almost a month or something. But in the the scale of the game, it was like only a few votes ago. Like, I can't believe this is the like. This is the same season that I skipped the first three episodes of. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I think That's I think we're really just ago. getting the benefit of the like the ninety minute episodes because especially now that we're like kind of down at the end, uh, we really have like a good idea of who everybody is. There's there's like nobody. I mean, even I think if you go back to like Emily and Bruce and. Kendra like we've just had such a good concept of like who all the people are on this season and it's been really nice because it's a lot more engaging I heard they're doing more for next season I don't know if we said that last time or not but there's more on the way more what more long episodes okay yeah yeah. (laughs) and more survivor well yeah I mean they they haven't been able to make tv for the past like seven months so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they still need Je- they still need Jeff to fill that airtime. <laughs> yeah. Um okay. I thought <laughs> I just feel like I want to jump around everywhere on this on this uh episode. There was the challenge too. 
this was another one where they were all like individually set up. Um, I thought it was funny when Austin wasn't picking up on Jeff's hints, <laughs> but I think it's also super like relatable. It's like you totally get it. You're just kind of yeah. like pushing <laughs> Jeff away. Like, what? Like, am what I letter, an idiot? Le- what letter did I like put in the wrong spot? Is like, are any of the letters upside down? And then it's just the entire back part of the <laughs> word is wrong. <laughs> that was really funny. Just the visual of it. I feel like the easiest way to just do this one would be just to like organize all the letters beforehand and then and then just place them afterwards. Yeah. I was surprised that it seemed like nobody else really made it to the end of the challenge. It seemed like it was just kind of Austin <laughs> and Drew. But they were doing okay. Drew definitely knew <laughs> how to do it a little bit better though. This one, this final puzzle just seemed really difficult. Yeah, it was like really yeah, awkward. Yeah, it's like a, it's like balancing and there was there wasn't, well as solving a puzzle. Yeah, and there wasn't really a lot of like a focus on how difficult it was. Really, no. They were just like, oh, Drew's almost got it. Oh, something's wrong over there. Something's wrong. Did you make an oopsie? Uh, yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then I think this is. Uh, maybe not the first time in a while, but they gave uh, individual immunity and you got a reward. Like you got to take people on. And this was like the barbecue. So I kind of like how they just... The budget cuts again. R- they, they didn't have, <laughs> they didn't <laughs> have the budget food. to cook the food. <laughs> <laughs> this is worth every time. Uh, <laughs> so they split up in Boys and Girls again, which I think is... I don't know. I thought, I thought it was really funny with the woman in the water because they were clearly like (laughs) having different ideas of how the vote was going to go and they all kind of knew it but it was kind of the other like (laughs) I guess side of like the social part of Survivor where it's like for all the really like good deep conversations you have about like you know people really putting on an act and like making these crazy moves you also have like people just awkwardly sitting in the water (laughs) talking about who they're gonna vote out i'm gonna vote tune out i'm gonna vote fred out yeah fred that's the that's who i'm going for for sure because fred he's not here to say anything otherwise (laughs) true but what if fred has an idol um Okay, well, let's talk about the idol in this episode. But, but uh, what Fred, if Fred has an idol? Fred gave me his idol. Oh, okay, okay. Any reason? Uh, to gain my trust. <laughs> that, that's a pretty expensive trust. Yeah, here, have an idol. <laughs> okay, so here's what I think is kind of... Here's, like, my, my biggest takeaway, I guess, from the episode. Is, like, I thought they were setting up this, like, tragic storyline, right? Where we, like, get a little... Uh, we get more insight, I guess, into like the Austin and D relationship and Austin is stuck in this decision of turmoil where it really seems like all the votes are going to go on Julie. It's going to be like the perfect blind side. They have all the numbers they need, but Austin couldn't bear to not tell D. So he does. And now the weight is kind of shifted over onto D where she has to kind of choose between like keeping Austin secret or bringing Julie in on the vote. And I thought the like the tragedy of this episode is that D ended up choosing to share the information with Julie 
and I really thought that Julie was going to play her idol and then vote Austin out with it. And I thought it was just going to be like this perfect, tragic, you know, storyline. Romeo, Juliet. Yeah. Like Dee chose Julie and instead that meant she sacrificed Austin instead of not saying anything. But that's not how it went. Everybody won. (laughs) And what I really think this shows too is like how much, I'm not sure what the word is. It's not like power in the way of like leverage, but it's like, I guess, like (laughs) Dee's like power ranking, I guess, compared to Julie, like. I feel like continues to shoot up because even though like Julie did this move tonight, like D told her like all of the things to do, which like Julie might've done anyways, if D had said less, but D's like, Julie, you have to play your idol and then vote Emily out. And that's like what Julie does. But I just feel like there's been a lot of times where Julie is like, she might have an idea or something. And then D just kind of tells her what to do. And yeah. I don't know how well that'll like really turn out for Julie in the long what run. What was the what, what was the lie they were telling Julie like for what the plan was? Oh, I mean they probably just told her they were gonna Emily. Vote. Um, maybe I guess that could be. I thought it was just Jake. Oh uh, yeah, I think I, I think it was like I always default to Jake. Some people said Emily, but some other people defaulted to Jake. Uh huh. Mm. But I mean, I I still think the uh like the result of the tribal was like really cool just the way it played out where d's like hey i'm gonna vote for you because like i need to be on the same side as everybody here but you like have to play your idol and she did so it was exciting i thought it was a really good episode even though i was surprised by the ending of the episode and it makes me kind of sad because it means that emily's not gonna win anymore and it meant the tragic storyline i was like building up in my head didn't actually exist (laughs) If if only there was like the ultimate like triple cross here where Austin has an idol nullifier and it was all a master <laughs> plan to, to get D to leak it. That would have been wild. Uh yeah, but Emily goes home. So kinda leaves us, yeah. I feel like, with a much more limited vision of um who we might see kind of going to the end here. I also I've successfully drafted the winner again. You're welcome. <laughs> are you sure no i don't think so you just gotta get rid of mama mama jay i J- jake's the winner <laughs> uh here, yeah here, i guess yeah here's the thing it's like i think it's interesting because the show i feel like is going really far out of its way to like make jake really likable and rootable but i also feel like just nobody is going to have any respect for Jake no matter what, like at this point. So he might end up in the final three and the show might be trying to make us think that he has a chance of winning. But I think the reality is, is that he doesn't. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like he's had, he's had a fairly like positive edit from like a human perspective yeah i think yeah i think that's what they're just really trying to give him is like they they think he has a good story or or something or they just want to make the maybe the final travel is a blowout and he's just an enjoyable personality yeah really uh, yeah he's he's good tv but i have a feeling they're they're just trying to make jake seem more like a contender than he actually is out there on the island Um, even though at this point like all his dialogues like yeah look i know i'm done in this game right. okay <laughs> yeah i just think he's like not a threat to anybody at this point <laughs> oh but then 
we get to the, we get to the the final tribal council, and he's like, "All right, I've been pulling all the strings." Flashback, flashback, uh-huh. flashback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I don't necessarily see the full picture of like who is in the final three, but I definitely think at this point, like I really just see uh, D winning the season. I feel like she's been getting way more credit for all of the things that Reba has done. I feel like she is kind of shown to be like superior to Austin in this episode. And I think that, I don't know. I just don't see it in Julie necessarily. I just don't see her getting to the final three, but I also feel like it'd be really strange for D to like go so far out on a limb here to like save Julie, then to like vote her out in the next episode. That's fair. And I also like, I don't know, the alternate to that is, the, you know, there's six people left in the game. So there's going to be... I mean, does it really matter how D votes? Because they have the votes against Julie now and she doesn't have the idol to protect her. Right, but if, I don't know, I guess, because Austin, everyone's still going to want Julie out, I guess, is kind of the story. Um, so they would really need to be able to change something up, but... I guess it would just come down to a little bit like the relationship between D and Austin. Because if Drew and Katura and Jake are all like, well, we still want to get Julie out, it comes down to like if Austin does it again uh, or not. I also know Drew like has the 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 safety without power. I don't know if yeah. that needs to be played next episode or if he can just do that at five. And I mean, Austin's got to win fire. You think so? Yeah. I made the prediction last week. Oh, okay. I <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's interesting. I think it could happen. It would be cool if it ended up being Austin versus D. That would be a really fun narrative. Yeah, I th- I think it'd be fun to see them try and argue against each other. I also think they have the most different games. Well, I guess that's yeah. funny. I-, I say that because they're similar, but compared to like Austin and Drew or compared to D and Julie, Austin and D are kind of like the opposite sides of like that same Reba coin. And, like, the people they connected with and how they worked within their own alliance. And it's two pretty separate stories going on. So I think that would make for a really interesting showdown. Also, I think it'd be really fun to see the dynamic of them kind of competing against each other after playing the whole game together. So I think that would be a really fun uh, showdown. I definitely see, like, Drew and Julie going soon. Katura, I think, is in an interesting place. Also, Katura gets like a really, like a, a wild background story, and I think you like I don't know. At least me, I feel like I have to give Katura a little more respect. But I'm also only working off of like what the show has given me, which has just been Bruce the whole time. So it's kind of nice to see her own the screen a little bit more. <laughs> but that's a story. To have her own, yeah. To have her own character that's not tied to the corpse of bruce yeah and also like it felt like there wasn't that big of a payoff for it anyway so it's like why did she need to be like obsessed with bruce the whole time if there wasn't like some like very definitive ending to that story it's like what was the point i mean it it does make it feel like that was literally all she was doing on the island Mm -hmm. she's just off cackling in bushes (laughs) must destroy bruce Uh, but yeah, I, I have no idea where Katura kind of lands in the final placing. I feel like she could literally be anywhere. Like, I wouldn't be surprised to see her at the final tribal, 
uh but she could also like go next or the next episode i don't know yeah it could go anywhere honestly but i will say with with you know to a point bruce but i think definitely with emily leaving this episode uh i think (laughs) t just has the whole fantasy locked down at this point i think d's winning i think t was winning i think it's all over (laughs) very well could be which is funny because i almost kind of want to go back to the the draft episode because what you know it's like what happened is d was one of the waivers in the original like assigned draft and then i no i think somebody had d at the beginning but then traded for somebody uh it was the opposite where i got julie and i was like well no i actually want d and then once emily became available I had a little more confidence in Emily, so I, I traded D away. But I'm curious what I said about D there because I wonder, you know, maybe maybe I just I knew. I knew at that point. But I didn't <laughs> trust myself. But I knew. Yeah, her early season game was qu- quite different. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I also say. think that's part of it is Emily was very present in the show and D was, you know, kind of just there a little bit. But yeah. I, I really see kind of the path. <laughs> I really see the path they've been laying out for D like as kind of a winning story. I did definitely feel good about her when I listened to her preseason stuff, but I guess I didn't put her high enough on my list to actually matter. But, you know, I think if she's the winner of the season, she has played a really strong game. And the games that are played from the top aren't always the most interesting, but, like, it's what makes the game fun is, like, any buddy can kind of win if they put themselves in a good enough position it's as the great chef gusto says anyone can cook (laughs) thank you thank you well i i think it would be interesting let's say they vote out mama j uh-huh and then let's say they finally vote out like jake Mm -hmm. or something uh so final four is d drew austin katura yeah. Say Drew wins, takes Katura oh. with him. Austin and D in fire making, Austin wins. Oh. Okay. So now you're putting And then me. I'm just out. And you're out. Uh that's interesting. I am actually not sure what the numbers are like on that, uh, in terms of like points. Because you are still like a little bit behind. But yeah, if you lose all your people in the finale, then whoever has the winner might i mean especially if fred has austin and katura in the final three i think that yeah. that might be enough for fred i think that's a scenario where where fred could win the fantasy yeah i think that's very a very plausible outcome mm-hmm. i mean anything at this point is plausible yeah i guess yeah i guess the my thing is like i'd be really surprised if austin won but or Katara or drew but like i thought emily was gonna win and she didn't so like i don't think anything yeah. could happen at this point other than Jake, but Jake got it. Uh, say Austin has to make fire against Julie, mm-hmm. a- and it is just the Reba four in the final four. Yeah, I could see that happening as well. Yeah, I think. So, yeah, I think it's really interesting. I I'm I'm kind of down just a spectator for, as far as the fantasy goes, but the season has been good. I think this is going to end up being like a really highly rated season. Yeah, and I think I would. Like, with any of these people, I could be happy with them winning. I just hope 
the like editing team really follows through on telling a good story to go along with it. Cause like I, you know, I've spent a good amount of time with all of these people and all of the stories that I've seen over the course of the season. I just want it to end in a satisfying way, which I felt like I've been kind of burned on in the last two episodes of like a satisfying. Yeah, I ending. mean, so far in the season, we've got an extra five hours of content. Yeah, that's good, and that's significant. It's like a lot. <laughs> yeah, but you know, there's at this point, what story threads are left in the people we have? Oh, that's a good point. I guess it kind of just comes down to like Jake wanting to do something, and the re before will they break up or won't they? But, I mean, they kind of have to break up at some point. Like, we're down to the wire here. But the thing... Okay, so, like, the thing is, is that I think they all think they can beat each other. Which, when, I guess, I don't know. It's like, when you think about, like, Sean and Ricard, I guess, just as a recent example. It's like, Mm -hmm. there's kind of the feeling of, like, there can only be one. Or Jesse and Cody, right? It's like, there can only be one who gets to the final tribal, like that's too good of a resume move to pass up and your games are too similar to be sitting next to each other at the end. But in this case, you have four people and they've all kind of played a similar game, but they've all played different games too. They've all played really differently. And that's why I think it's interesting where Julie's like, Oh, I want to take D to the end. And Austin wants to sit next to D. And I think Drew could fit into any of those plans as well. Austin just banking on the, on the marriage cop out. (laughs) <laughs> yeah but i guess you don't know because like D- i get two chances to get a million dollars i guess yeah looking at it, i think like austin probably wants drew and d d wants austin and julie julie wants probably also actually julie probably wants drew and d drew probably wants austin and d <laughs> i guess out of just the reba people i just think there's so many different ways that like they could kind of just be like hey we got this far. Let's just go ahead and get rid of Katura and Jake. Like, you know, we might as well just, you know, make this be our story. Um, you know, especially if they're close enough at this point to kind of think about like the like the bonus <laughs> money they get for like going farther into the game. It might hurt them too much to kind of cut off one of the people they've gone so far with. I wouldn't be surprised Uh if we ended up with just the Reba four and it just kind of comes down to somebody wins the individual immunity, takes somebody and then fire making decides the placement. I really wouldn't be surprised if that's kind of the story, but is survivor going to be that predictable? Could it be? It could be. I just don't see where Katara's role is in all of this. And Jake is still just like either in the easy vote or just if they do decide to backstab each other to take Jake to the end. Um, but I think Julie is kind of in everybody's sight right now. But I guess we'll have to see next episode what happens. Yeah. All right. Should we look at the points? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So me <laughs> in the bottom uh, with three points. Unfortunately, Your final three. Yeah, my points. final three points. Unfortunately. Uh, Emily really like did not earn me many points at all this season. Um, still behind, like still less points than Caleb, Kendra, J. Maya. Wow. Sifu. <laughs> Oof. Kelly. It's like wow, you know, 
if she won, it would have been it's like, okay, you know, kind of like Tommy. It's yeah. like just sticks around or like doesn't win many challenges or whatever. Like, but you know, winner, good job. Like, pick the winner. But Emily doesn't even win, so Emily's just like an abnormally low scoring person to choose. Like, <laughs> it, it's funny, I think, in hindsight, like for this season of the podcast, all the times where I felt so smart for choosing Bruce over Kelly. But like there I was locking in Emily where like Jake would have been much better to have anyways. And who else did I have? I had Jake and Julie. Like those should have been the two people for me to lock in. And I didn't. So it's funny how it kind of works out that way. But really, I I think we can trace this all the way back to me trading D away. was the kind of silly move. But whatever. You know what? Next next fantasy, um, I'm going to play for real. I was playing for real this season, but I was also taking big risks. But if I took small risks, then I think I only would have taken uh, Kelly before Bruce, and that wouldn't have changed much either. So, adios. Also, amigos, we got arriba, Fred, arriba. two more points than me, kind of hanging in there. Uh, just a reward. Tag along from Austin alongside the episode points. Um, Soaring has Drew, who won the individual immunity challenge, uh, plus got the reward with it. But that was kind of it. And then T, big points again this episode. Let's Always go. kind of like overshadowing us, it feels like <laughs> lately. Um, Just still trying to make up the deficit. Uh, yep, the redraft is paying tons of dividends. Still have all your players got taken along on the reward. And you got the full advantage play, successful advantage from Julie which you're kind of directly stealing from Fred because Austin, yeah. you know, gave Julie the idol. It was idol. Austin's idol. So, you know, an extra little <laughs> kick in the shins <laughs> as you... I'll take it. Uh, I'll t- I need it. As you really rapidly uh, advance your way up the point scale here. Uh, so, yeah. And this guarantees that... I have somebody in the finale. Oh, yeah. So you got an extra couple, little bit of points there. I think you have two people in the finale, but we'll see. There is a chance. Soaring, a f- I think a 50, you're joining 50 me chance. <laughs> Don't, don't uh, question my math. Fred's not here. Uh, sounds like a plan. 50-50. It either <laughs> happens or it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. I guess that means that next week is isn't there only one more episode until the finale? yeah looking at the yep. board here we got episode 12 next week so you, and then t- tv is guaranteed to have at least two people oh. in this finale so no i'm not 100%. guaranteed or i'm guaranteed to have two yeah, yeah. but yes. not three not not and two in the final four. Oh, i see what you okay yeah mm-hmm. you just changing you meant the definition. final tribal council or of course the, the final immunity <laughs> <laughs> all right well totals again I, I guess then, uh, Soaring is at 120. Will Soaring be able to get the t- the mere 10 points it takes to pass me? I think so, <laughs> but we'll see. Uh, then Fred see. is just slightly above at 122, which, you know, he'll he'll continue to kind of gain because he still has two players as opposed to one. But we'll see how long it lasts. And then Teeb is down at 109, but deficit getting smaller and smaller. Yeah, we'll already definitely pass. You know, all of us at this point in time. So give it a, you know, maybe not next week, but definitely by the time the finale is said and done, you'll have more than 130 points. I know that much. 
what yeah. height you'll get to is unsure, but we'll see. And there's still lots of advantages to be played out there. There's uh, Austin's amulet. There's Drew's safety without power. And they'll probably put the idol back into the game for this vote, too. So Because they are chaotic fools. Lots to look forward to. We'll see what happens. We'll be back in a week. What? What's up? (laughs) I'm just saying, I think it's really interesting looking at the the graph Mm -hmm. where Teeb's kind of got like a a straight line Uh (laughs) where I guess we've just earned, progressively earned less points as the season goes on. Teeb stayed consistent. Yeah, that is kind of funny. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. I had a, I I was starting to like, like even out there around the merge and then i started moving back up a little bit but all in all a pretty straight trajectory on my part slow and steady wins the race it, as yep, they say get you there. and a redraft and a redraft in the middle <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> all right <laughs> yeah you take a marathon you run half the marathon uh <laughs> and then you you extract everybody's combined remaining energy and then you evenly <laughs> distribute it out and see what happens yep. <laughs> I think it's more of a case of run half the marathon, break the other competitors' shins, <laughs> and keep running the marathon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, as I'm running said marathon, uh, metaphorical marathon, mm-hmm. um, I get halfway through, but I've been pacing myself the whole time. Mm-hmm. But uh, everybody else is getting gassed out. And then as I'm going up to them, I'm just shooting them as I right. run past them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'll do it. That'll do it. All right. Well, if you want to check out our other episodes, sorry, that wraps it up for this week. Got to say the words. Uh, if you want to check out the other episodes of the show, it's over at rngshow.com or in your podcast app. Thank you to Zoe for editing the episode. Thanks to Subtact for the use of our theme song, Step Up. If you want to see the spreadsheet that we use for all the points and stuff, that's rngshow.com slash 45, or it's probably in the show notes, and we'll be back next week. I really just read that pretty straight out this time. No bits. Uh, felt kind of weird. Maybe that's the bit itself. Bye. Okay, Bye. but can we revisit the Survivor 401k? I really like this idea. <laughs> um, we can think about it. <laughs> You can think about the investing in your survivor's future. Bye. <laughs>